Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. No! If you had to lose one item into the fire, what would you rather be, a hot dog or a marshmallow? 80% of people saying they, they couldn't bear to lose the hot dog. How about that? But when a marshmallow's burning, it's on fire, man. That's just a horrible feeling, too. Right. <laughs> I know. And you can't touch it. Ah, 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 so, ah, and you're ah. looking around, and everybody's occupied with their own thing, and you're like, help me, somebody blow it out. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Uh, it absolutely is. G'day, Canada and Canadian sports fans around the world. Welcome to the RP Show. We're uh, live and in color, coming to you on the Game Plus television network across all 10 provinces and 31 states. RP here and Moose DuPont there. How you doing, Moose? I'm doing great. You yeah? Get, you get a second job? Ah! Right out of the gate, you're on me. Eh? <laughs> right out of the gate. Uh, so what I know I it's a sponsor. You look like an employee. I kind of like it. I was down visiting the world headquarters of uh, Bronco Plumbing and Heating last week, and they just they loaded me up with stuff. This coffee, the golf shirt, coffee tumbler, and I said, hey, I'm going to wear it. And you think I'm going to be out fixing water heaters later today? Yeah, possibly. Maybe I will. Air conditioners. <laughs> it's going to get warmer this How afternoon. I'm not that handy. But anyways, we're ready to uh, crack a brand new week. And this is the warm-up brought to you by E. Cole Electric, as you all know. Um, but what we do Monday mornings is we recap the weekend. And I got to say, the weekend was a little bit of a uh, stage five gong show because of the rain. Mm-hmm. I had so much plans on Sunday. I was supposed to drop the flag out at the Motor Speedway yesterday. <laughs> well, that didn't happen because it rained all day. Did you notice the sun didn't come out until about seven at night? Yeah. And so that went, I was supposed to go to the fair. That didn't happen. Was supposed to watch some concerts there. So our photo album is a little bit of a mismatch for Great Western Brewing Company. Let's start there. Okay. I know there's some surprise photos in there from what we did, like from what I heard. So roll up producer Clark, please, if you don't mind. Uh, Yeah, that is from the football game on Saturday, Saskatchewan and Ottawa. That was uh, here in the rectangle and Ottawa won that game 23-10. So thank you for that. What's next? Oh, that came in from BMO Field in Toronto. Okay, two RP show viewers. On the right, Craig Campbell from the Hockey Hall of Fame in Toronto. On the left, Chris Bird. Two faithful viewers of the program. They sent that to me. Looking good. From the tailgate party Saturday. So look at how happy they are. Yes. (laughs) I heard that the atmosphere at BMO Field was outstanding. That's what I heard. I heard the same thing. I know the numbers weren't extremely high, but it was awesome. Sunday morning, just before the rain started, I took that one. That's from the provincial legislature. Just every time I walk by there, it's so beautiful, right? Yeah. i got to get a photo, but you see how gray the sky was. Oh, I know. That part sucked. What else you got, Producer Clark? Did you contribute any? Is that you? No, this was, uh, I think this was Clark. So he took the kids, I believe. Yeah, so he took the, his daughters to the Paw Patrol movie, and then he sees Rod on the screen <laughs> mooing and making his cow noises, mm-hmm. and I kind of replied, mm-hmm. I'm like, I bet the kids loved it, and apparently they were all laughing, so that's pretty good. Yeah, I don't mind being laughed at. And I threw mine in. You know, we went to a free guy 
on yeah. uh, Friday night at the Landmark. So uh, it was a movie weekend. And then it was, I was going to send in photos of me watching the Little League World Series, which I watched a little bit of, a lot of ESPN this weekend, working photo, but I didn't. So I spent, spent the weekend inside. Okay. Down. Uh, the, the, uh, we ask you to share with us how you're enjoying the summer and get a chance to be featured on the RP Show by using the hashtags RP Show or GW Beer Summer. Original 16 to fit your active lifestyle, superior taste with only 80 calories and 2.5% alcohol. Taste without compromise. Pick up at a store near you today. So that's our summer photo album for Great Western and Great Western Lager. Lager, Facebook's killing me. I'm trying to share the show on Facebook and I can't. So if you don't mind, would you mind going down to the bottom for those that are watching on the streaming and click share to all your friends? That would be great. I don't know how you do it on YouTube. But the TV audience apparently remains strong. On the program today, Dave Naylor, TSN insider for both the CFL and National Football League. David William Naylor will be with us later in hour one and in hour two from ESPN 1530 Cincinnati. Mo Egger, where they watch our show religiously on Game Plus TV. It's carried on the Buckeye Cable uh, service in uh, all throughout the state of Ohio. So that's coming up. Can you hit the quick six show topics, please? <laughs> Director Jordan. I know that the comments are coming in like crazy. I will ask Clark to judiciously sprinkle them as we go, but it's not until later in the program viewer takeover. You know this, but you can't help yourselves from writing in, and that's fine on YouTube and Facebook, but I'm not getting to them just yet because number one, I guess the statement came out late last night. I didn't see it till this morning. The Canadian Football League released a statement that this weekend's football game, or it's Thursday actually, between Edmonton and Toronto, has been postponed because of a COVID outbreak on the Edmonton Elks. Not a lot of details forthcoming, Moose, uh, in terms of how many players have tested positive for COVID. People immediately are asking, how many players are vaccinated? And this is what I, I don't understand hardly any of this. I want to just talk about football and the games. But COVID continues to screw stuff up. And on Saturday here before the CFL game in this town, I was eating an Italian star sandwich. And two Ottawa players Spicy. start yelling at me from down the street. And AJ was with me, the voice of the Red Blacks. He can attest. These Ottawa players are like, oh, look at this guy. It's Rod. Hey, Rod. Did I tell you about this? No. And they're like, how can we, how can we never get on your show? I'm not going to name. Like, I'm looking over my shoulder at him, and I'm not going to name who they are, okay? But I'm like, what are you two doing walking around the city? I thought you were, like, in a bubble, literally bubble-wrapped. Well, we're vaccinated. We're good. Yeah. They wouldn't have been walking around if they couldn't have been. That's right. They're not stupid. Um, and then I saw the star quarterback of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Same morning, give him a fist pound down on the, I was on Scar Street having a, another coffee with another guy. And I saw him. And then there's this outbreak with Edmonton. And now they can't play this week. So to be honest, what I'm saying is I really have no idea what's going on. I think that if you have your shots... Two of them, you're fine. Now they say you need three, but our life hasn't changed. If you literally just get vaccinated, you can kind of roll, can't you? For the, for the most, most part? For the most part, especially around here. Yeah. Yeah. You can. Um, and that's the players, too. They've gotten some, you know, more privileges if you're double vaxxed, where they can spend time with family, you know, spend some time with other vaccinated teammates um, outside of the facility. You don't have to be locked down, that type of thing. So that's pretty good. Um, but yeah, the outbreak in Edmonton will, will 
put, you know, it'll uh, create a wrinkle for the Canadian Football League. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. You know, with Thursday's game being uh, being postponed, but uh, no, the players can do a few things when you're double vaxxed. And the big thing, I, what I understand is, you know, you can still get the variant. You can still, but oh. you but you're hopefully going to reduce the risk of uh, serious illness or actually getting into the hospital. So we're kind of cool with that, it sounds like. So over this. I know. I'm sharing to, uh, to groups, so hang on. You're welcome. Yeah, I got you. You know what I'm doing. Oh, yeah. Um, who is the guy here that wrote in from Ohio? The Ohio Did you see that? State. Yeah, what, what did I do wrong? I've been on the air eight minutes. I've screwed up already. Did you say Ohio for And my hat just fell off. Well, it's good. It wasn't its day anyway. (laughs) (laughs) From Wheaton, Kia. Uh, I know I'll get to actual football stuff in a moment. Where's the guy? Called me by my wrong name, too. Did you find it? He says it's the, there it is. It's the state of Ohio, Rob, not Ohio. What the hell does that mean? Did you say Ohio? I thought I said Ohio. I did. For what? All across the state of Ohio. Oh, the Talk, the, are you listening? The state of Ohio, Rod. Okay. Don't you you watch the football intros? On Monday the Night Football. Ohio State Bucket. Got you. Got you. Oh, well, by the way, Monday Night Football returns tonight. Jacksonville, New Orleans tonight, 6 p.m. Mountain. But I'm getting way out of order. We really got to pick it up here. So point one is the COVID outbreak in the Canadian Football League. And uh, by the way, I thought it would have happened long before now. So Bob's your uncle. Point two, week two Canadian Football League wrap-up. Thursday night, we saw Edmonton beat BC 21-16. We've kicked that around. I'm eating crow, and it's fine. Friday night, the uh, rookie quarterback for the Calgary Stampeders Led them to a 28-22 victory over the Montreal Alouettes. We were in the movie theater, Moose and I, watching Free Guy with Ryan Reynolds. Not really my thing. The movie really wasn't my thing. But the hot dog was okay. It was pretty good. And the popcorn was amazing. So, anyways, I'm seeing this guy's throw. I'm watching on my score app, and I see that Jake Mayer's throwing a couple picks in the first quarter. And I'm like, ah, told you. And then all of a sudden, he keeps coming back and coming back, coming back. Got home to watch the end of it. Threw for over 300 yards. Jake Mayer leads Calgary to their first win, 28-22. So there's that. And then the doubleheader. How about that? Congratulations, Jake Mayer. He's becoming a household name outside of his own house. Saturday doubleheader. Toronto beating Winnipeg 30-23. We can't predict these games. It's damn near impossible to predict who's going to win on a, on a nightly basis in the Canadian Football League. But uh, we, can di- we can dig into these games later. But Toronto beat Winnipeg 30-23. to And then in the rectangle here, Saskatchewan beat Ottawa 23-10. We'll kick in, uh, into that later. But the poll question today, if you don't mind, for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is this. We've uh, doubled up on our sponsors here, Moose. Who's the week three manscaped balls out CFL player of the week? See what we did there? Mm-hmm. I went with four guys who all had over 100 yards receiving or rushing. So Edmonton's Greg Ellingson, Edmonton's James Wilder Jr., both Florida products, by the way. Jake Mayer, the aforementioned quarterback of Calgary, and uh, DJ Foster, running back for the Argos, who had 100 yards. Right now, James Wilder Jr., 
the son of Tampa Bay Buccaneers, great James Wilder Sr. He is leading on Twitter with 32%. What are they saying on Facebook there? Yeah, DJ Foster. The Argos. Is that right, huh? They got quite the, the tandem with John White and DJ Foster in the backfield. And Foster looked pretty good. He looked really good. They had 10 carries, 100 yards. Mm-hmm. Was, uh, it was a really good, uh, really good afternoon for him. Am I still calling this kid by the wrong name? Jake Mayer? Yeah. I don't think so. Because the Calgary people are awake no, and they're they all wrote, over me. They don't forget, Rod. They remember <laughs> you called him Zach. Hey, who could predict that he was going to come out and have a game like that? And even further, once he throws the two interceptions, who could ever have predicted that he's going to come uh, back and play well the rest of the game? Even the Calgary fans weren't predicting that. This Listen. The, the kid did it. Jeff the Stamps fan starts writing me on Facebook on the weekend, rubbing it in my face because I said Calgary wouldn't win a game without their veteran quarterback. And I'm like, where were you the last two weeks when you lost? I, I hate people like that. Hate is a strong word, and I'm using it. By the way, Trent in Norway watching, where it is currently 6.12 p.m. The Riders have found a winning formula going into the bye week. I hope the Lions didn't get injected by the Elks. Ooh. It's a little scary in Edmonton. The Blue Jays need more offense without Springer in the lineup. Stay well, everyone. Yeah. He always gets ahead of himself. George Springer goes on the 10-day injured list, and the team goes... So, hey, what's he played, 20 games? Yeah. He's the MVP of the team. I know. <laughs> and that tells you something. Without him, they can't win. Uh, anyways, I said I wasn't going to get into all these comments, and then I zapped myself. So, hang on. Let me get back on track here. Uh, National Football League Week 3. There's a lot of things. Our good friend Sam Aguavin in that Dolphins game had four sacks. And as I read this morning, I wouldn't even know um, obviously a good friend of ours, Sam McGuavin, Texas Tech product. He only had four sacks career in three seasons in the CFL here. He had four in one game for the Miami Dolphins. So he's not just a special teams demon for the Dolphins. Uh, last night, I'm watching San Francisco, the Chargers. Did you watch that game? Yeah. Did you? I'm kind of watching with half an eye. I, surfing the, my uh, phone, and I'm watching on the big screen, and I'm like, they're like, Joshua Palmer, touchdown. This guy looks like an NFL wide receiver. I'm like, that Toronto's Joshua Palmer? The guy that was on this show? Interception, Tavon Campbell. Wait, Scarborough, Ontario's Tavon Campbell? <laughs> and then all men, they're like, they're trying to find a place for this all men, Ogbong, Gabamiga. I still can't say his name. Oklahoma State linebacker who's Canadian. All on the L.A. Chargers. And I'm thinking, is this good or bad for the Canadian football? It's great for Canadian football. How is it for the CFL? I'm not sure. I got to speed up. I would ask for your opinion, but we're running out of time. I apologize. That's good. Uh, and the Dallas Cowboys lost to the Houston Texans Saturday night, 20-14. to 14, And we're not analyzing preseason football, okay? All that matters is week one in Tampa, Thursday night football. I'm not talking about it. Uh, point four, uh, world women's hockey. Took us this long to get to hockey. There's just not much going on, folks. Canada is off today at the World Women's Hockey Championship in Calgary. Uh, and the USA is 3-0. and Do we not see the USA and Canada on a collision course for each other? It always is. It always is. It would be a shock if it wasn't. Uh, Edmonton, as I go to point five, 
in Edmonton, the Stingers won the Canadian Elite Basketball uh, Canadian Elite Basketball League Championship, 101-65 over the Niagara River Dogs. It was aired on CBC, and congratulations, the Stingers are the first ever repeat champions of the CEBL. And uh, point six, as Trenton Norway got me out of order, the Blue Jays lost 5-3 to the Detroit Tigers. The Jays have lost six of eight, and they're done. So how many times I got to say I'm not a baseball guy? I'm fluent in Canada's both their official languages, hockey and football. Not fluent in baseball. So I guess when people said the Blue Jays were done last week, they're done. Why watch? Hey. I know. We got five weeks to go. They're done. From the Prairie Mobile text line, one before we run. Georges in Montreal watching from the 514. So are you guys coming to McGill Stadium Friday for Alouette's opening night versus the Ticats? VA's going to have a big game after the disastrous outing in Calgary. That they still almost won. The crowd is going to be crazy. Don't miss it. Ooh. What do you think? I'll look up last-minute flights in the break, and we'll make a decision. There are no immediate plans, but that's not to say that we won't, because you never know with this show. That's right. The warm-up's brought to you by Ecold Electric. Come check out our new Regina Data and Lighting Center, Ecold Electric. Let's get to work. That's a lot in 20 minutes. David William Naylor joins us from TSN Next to talk about all the breaking news. And Mo Egger of ESPN Cincinnati next hour. You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook live streaming and 24-hour sports radio for Suds. Full service car wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Attention listeners across the galaxy, all the way from Australia to Houston. Do we have a pube problem? If so, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth generation and brand new Lawnmower 4.0. Kick your pubes to the next planet with a performance package 4.0. The orbits in your pants will feel like you're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. Trust me, you're listening to a happy customer. Join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. For a clean trinity and beyond, your space balls will thank you. Trust me. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. I was all uh, set up <laughs> to welcome David Naylor, and then I was just told he's not set up. So, what do you just went? Ooh, what happened? What I miss? I just saw on Twitter that Jimmy Hayes has passed away. The former NHLer, Jimmy Hayes, Detroit Revenue, 31 years old. What? Yeah. Man. I don't like to drop that without like doing a little bit of homework here. Where, where did you find this? Um, John, um, the ESPN. Um, I don't know. I never know how to say his last name. Bucci Gross. John Bucci Gross. Bucci Gross. Oh, I found his, out he just died at 31 years of age. I just chatted with him last week. What yeah. the hell's going on? Rod Gilbert passed away last night or yesterday. 
And I would be remiss as we wait for Dave Naylor to not talk about the three junior players that tragically lost their life over the weekend. Like, no, I got to mention them. Caleb Reimer, Parker Magnuson, and Ronan Sharma. All three of them from the Delta Hockey Academy were in a car that hit a tree and they all died in Surrey. Like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, and there you go. Uh, John in Edmonton says, let's talk about the Edmonton Oil Kings player that passed away, Rod. Just did. So the, everybody's recognizing those guys. The National Hockey League did, all the WHL teams. Yeah. That's really tough. I mean, yeah, Jimmy. Where do we go from? Hello. I know. What's going on back there? So let's bring in Dave Naylor now. And uh, on, the, uh, on the biggest news that I woke up to, I guess it was announced last night by the Canadian Football League. David, let's start there. The TSN CFL inside of the L break in Edmonton's causing the postponement of this Thursday's game against Toronto. What do we know? Well, we know that multiple players have tested positive. We know that the commissioner made the call within the commissioner's powers anticipating that the health officials in uh, Edmonton and Alberta uh, were, were going were gonna to force them to postpone this game anyway. And I think when you're postponing the game, as soon as you know the game's not going to happen, uh, you, you make that call, which was why the call was made. I don't think the league is necessarily looking to drop news on a Sunday night at 11 o'clock, but I think once they knew, it behooved them to share that with everyone. So uh, there is everybody the the Elks is in isolation there's no one meeting at the facility there's no practices scheduled uh, they are going to be tested daily uh, it's unclear right now how many negative tests you would have to go through before they could go back to resuming normal activities but you know, clearly it was a situation where it would have been very very difficult I think to, to put this game on Thursday and uh, this is the first encounter of this and, and Rod you know like the Rightly so, the focus has been on the field, and we've been tearing up the games and breaking them down and talking about great performances and new players in the league. But I can tell you, while the fans may not have been thinking about this, I think the team and the teams and the league were very cognizant of this possibility and very worried about this possibility, and now it's come to, to bear. Of course, but Dave, let's just jump into it for a little bit because my phone's been going off with same as yours. We talked to a lot of the same people. And I'm like, I don't want to talk about the bad news. They're playing. The games have been great. Forget it. And I think every league's that. It's not just the CFL, right? But then this happens. So I guess I would assume you're being asked the same questions like, how many players have tested positive? What's the vaccination percentage on the Edmonton Elks? And I'm like, I don't know the answers to those questions. Are you getting asked those same questions? I, I'm yeah, those same things. And I'm, I'm actually just sent off, you know, an email shortly before I got on this show, you know, to, to try to get a sense of not just what the answers to those questions are, but to be let in on what the answers to those questions are, because we haven't had this before. So we're not clear huh. how much the team in the league is, is going to share with us. And of course, you know, this goes into like the, there, there's going to be some challenges rescheduling this game. One, just the nature of the CFL schedule this year. Uh, two, there are no prescribed bye weeks. I mean, there are teams that have bye weeks because of the fact that, um, you know, there's only nine, nine teams in the league. Everybody's got a bye week some week, but there are no weeks where teams are given a week off like there are normally in the schedule. You've also got stadium availability issues, which is, is becomes the biggest thing, and that is always an issue at BMO Field. So, you know, there, there's no guarantee. And, of course, the team that has the outbreak would forfeit, but it's then you get to the next issue of whether or not people – 
are going to get paid if this game isn't played. And again, if I, my understanding of the league's policy on this is correct. Any team that doesn't have 85% of its players with at least one shot, not necessarily both, but one shot, uh, you're not getting paid whether the outbreak was on your team or not. So this is the, uh, you know, I, all of these things I think were set up to try to encourage players to get vaccinated. Uh, the, you know, the latest one that we reported on the pregame show Friday night is concern in the league about unvaccinated players able to get on airplanes once we get to late October. Uh, and I, I know I got a million tweets from people saying they travel charter, they travel charter, they travel charter. Yes, they do travel charter for the most part. But I can tell you, the teams have been given zero assurance that charters will not be under this policy. And if you read the mood of the government right now, it doesn't seem to be making uh, much of a mood to make accommodations to make life convenient for people who aren't vaccinated. So there's some there's a few other COVID-related issues on the league's horizon. Yes, and but it's not just a CFL thing. Sam Aguavin was no, in COVID protocol for like three, four days last week and then comes out and plays and registers four sacks. Look at Montreal Canadiens, Dominic Ducharme, missing two weeks mm-hmm. in the Stanley Cup playoffs. So it's not... Just a CFL thing, right? No, by no means. By no means. I think I think that the nature of it is, and the reason this will get a lot of attention, is in you know in basketball, in baseball, in hockey, you can reschedule games. You know they play three and four nights sometimes. Baseball plays every day. You know it, it's it's you've just got so much more flexibility. And because the NFL never had to cancel a game, they you know they gained close a couple of times. Uh, you know this is going to be the first one where you've looked at an actual postponement that again may or may not be played. This certainly happened all over the map in college football in the United States last year. I mean, I was just looking up teams that I was remembering that only played three games because they started late and then they had some COVID cancellations. So yeah, you're right. This is not a CFL phenomenon, but I think just the nature of football makes this, you know, so much more difficult. And, and it's a, it's a big thing. It's a, you know, this could, this could bear in the standings. This, this could be, certainly could bear on the players uh, pocketbooks. Well, I think everybody's worn out by it, but we're not done yet. And you saw MLSC last week saying all their games are going to require vaccination proof. That's Leafs, Raptors, Toronto FC, Argos, blah, blah, blah. And now it looks like Ottawa's the same. Why is it taking Hamilton so long? announced as well. Yeah. Well, I, I think, yeah, I, I think it's been, here's why I think it's taken so long. I think three to four weeks ago, this is how, how fast stuff changes. I think if you'd ask the team presidents in Ontario, what do you think the fall is going to be like? And they would have said, well, we're going to get our stadiums opened up by late August and we'll be able to put, you know, we should have a full crowd for Labor Day, Argos Ticats, and you know, the Red Blacks should be able to put 20,000 in. I think that's what they thought was coming. Because when the vaccine came in, the cases started getting very, very low, and they just figured it was a matter of time until we get to Ontario Stage 4. What happened is Ontario was eligible to go to Stage 4 on August 6th. They didn't go. And then the sport minister communicated to the teams, hey, we're not going anytime soon, so don't get planned for open stadiums. So that's where the teams, I think, said, okay, why don't we all require vaccinations or negative COVID tests? And once we establish that, then maybe we can go back to the government and say, can we have the Manitoba deal? And the Manitoba deal was, okay, everybody's got to be vaccinated because that came from the province of Manitoba. That was not a blue bomber idea. But when the province of Manitoba came to them with that, the Blue Bombers came back and said, okay, we understand everybody's got to be vaccinated, but if everybody's vaccinated, we don't need limits, right? And the province said, right. So that's why they have no stadium limit in Manitoba. I think you'll see all of the teams in Ontario push for the same thing, or at least push for higher limits. And and I'm talking about getting into the fall with Blue Jays or with Raptors and Maple Leafs as well, that they'll make the argument that the Blue Bombers made saying, 
We understand everybody here is either a negative test or, or is fully vaxxed. Please raise our limits. Because like, if you play this out long enough, Rod, think about it. I'm not sure Ontario's coming out of stage three this fall at all. I mean, we're at 600 in some cases today. The number's been trending up and up and up and up and up. You know, are we going to have a great cup with 15,000 people there? I mean, if we're still in stage three, that would be the reality unless they can, you know, are the Leafs and Raptors going to play games in front of a thousand people all season? I, I think to me, that's got to be the strategy here. And I don't know whether the province will say, okay. I mean, it's the same issue in Montreal where they, they're going to bring in the vaccine requirement in September and the Owls have been given no assurance that that is going to translate into a higher capacity. They may be stuck at 13 all fall. And like, I think there's... I think that it's, this is going to be hard on the teams in the East because all of their revenue projections and their hopes, at least, were based on Ontario getting to that stage four and having that higher capacity. And it, it may or may not happen. Yep. And I guess what we couldn't have gambled on or planned for was the amount of people that don't want to get vaccinated. I don't mind saying that we are yeah. fully vaccinated. I didn't think this would be a thing. Uh, well, it's yeah. And um, look, I recognize it's personal, but I also can suggested there's some very frustrated people at the CFL head office today, probably because they've been doing everything they can. Uh, and and I, this is, this is, I'll try to make this as apolitical as I can. And, and I, I put this out in a tweet you know, about three weeks ago. This is the only thing I would say on this. People are allowed to be anti-vax. Players are allowed to not want to get the vaccine and be against it. But this is one thing everyone should just acknowledge. The only reason we're playing football this year, the only reason is because there's a vaccine. So you can be a CFL player and be anti-vax and not want to be vaccinated. But if all the players in the league had that attitude, there wouldn't be any football. And if the vaccine had not been developed, we wouldn't be playing football this season. So uh, again, without taking it any further than that, but that's the reality. It's, it's the key that unlocks the season, but it's also the key that can shut down the season. Very well said. Our viewers are going insane, Dave. Do you have a big face shield on in front of you? What is this plastic thing going on, plexiglass in front of you? What, what do you got going on there? And, show for a moment. There we go. I'm good. What do you got okay, going on for pla- what do you got going on for plastic there? It looks like you're behind the plexiglass or something. Uh, no, behind me, you mean? No, in front of you, between the camera and you. Oh, I don't know. I can't, I can't tell. I don't know my glasses on. Oh, maybe it's just a glare. How about, oh, you know. know, I think it's just light. It's the glare. Yeah, how's that? Is that better glare oh, yeah. eh, It's kind of, does, does it not look like there's saran wrap between us? <laughs> I know what you're David. saying. Yeah, I saw this. With, yeah, I can see this now. How about that? Hey, what if I go outside? It's not outside. a problem. It just looks like you're overly, outside. it just looks like you're overly safe, David. No, no, no. In a bubble. Yeah. How about right like now? You're in a bubble. Can you breathe? There we go. How's that? Better? <laughs> You're good. Is, it was all good. This is amazing. Look, like you had a huge plastic shield on in front of you. That's this, all. This is oh, amazing that's not a good television. Look, that's not a good look. I think this is a better look. That looks amazing now. And while we have a couple minutes left, the football's been pretty good, Dave. Highly unpredictable football games. Let's just talk about that for a second. It has, you know, and, and I think I think it's been entertaining. Like there's some things that have that have there been some games that have bogged down a little bit, but I think the there's one of the things I love about CFL football, whether it's looking at a season or within a game itself, it's its unpredictability. That's That, to me, is one of the most enduring qualities of CFL football. And I thought this season is going to deliver that to us in spades. And it has. I mean, you know, I don't think Saskatchewan at 3-0 and is a shock. But, I mean, you look at Calgary losing their first two with Bo Levi Mitchell. And, of course, he was hurt. And then getting behind in that game against Montreal. And Montreal at that point, you know, who had rolled over Edmonton, then everything turns. 
I think we're all waiting to see what the Hamilton Tiger Cats are going to be. I'm not surprised that Edmonton got off the mat. I thought a lot of their problems were probably, you know, were, were fixable. And that, and and they they hadn't they played pretty well on defense. They could move the ball. They just couldn't get into the end zone. But I, I wasn't shocked that they won that game at BC. And like that that Argonaut win, as much as an Argonaut win can make Toronto buzz, and that's you know as we all understand uh, to a limited degree. There was a lot of buzz just coming out of that stadium. You know, I sat in the stands on Saturday. Uh, it was it was you know, just under ten thousand crowd, which is maybe about what you'd expect. But the the energy, the enthusiasm, and just the feeling in the park that day. I, I think it's actually. I sometimes think the Argos were a bit cursed. You know, because a lot of times they've had major news, and the Leafs do something like the same time, or something else happens. We often joke about it, like holy smoke. So here they go out on a Saturday. You know, they put up big points. The most entertaining game I've been to in BMO Field in God knows how long. Like, never mind they won or lost. It was entertaining football. They beat the Bombers. They create some buzz. And, hey, we get to do it five days again. In five days later, you know, let's keep this momentum going in Toronto with the Argonauts. And the game shut down for COVID. Okay. So, <laughs> you know, sometimes you, you just can't get the, the breaks don't go your way. But I, 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 think, I think it has been an entertaining start to the season. Uh, very much so. Yes, well, it would be nice if everything that we saw was exactly the way that it is, and I'm just going to stay in that fairy land and watch the games and yourself and, uh, and enjoy it and hope that we don't have any more uh, delays. Wonderful visit, David. Thank you. Keep up the great work we're watching every day. My pleasure, Ron. i got to tell you, it feels great to be out of the plastic bubble wrapper. <laughs> okay. You can breathe. Thanks, Dave. Dave Miller joining us from Toronto, the CFL TSN. That was Insider. great that was funny, television. Wasn't it? Well, great I was a little worried, too. Yeah, it looked like there was a huge plastic shield up between him and his phone. Somebody thought maybe he didn't remove the plastic when he bought the phone, brand new, right? Everybody was wondering. Yeah. Okay. Um, we'll pause and get you know. Everybody wants to talk today, and that's fine. We'll have coffee. Uh, we're having coffee, but when we come back, we will get into your discussion. We'll bring everybody in. Notice how they're just chomping at the bit. Let's go. To join us. And speaking of that, did you see a photo finish in the 162nd running of the Queen's Plate yesterday? Did you see that? I did. It was a photo finish in the biggest horse race in Canada. So we got a lot to get to. We'll be right back on this Monday. You're watching on the Game Plus TV network, live streaming on YouTube and Facebook, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash. Your car deserves it at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rod. Welcome back, everybody. It's Monday. It is episode number 555. 555 of the RP Show, by the way. Which I think in some circles means good luck, Darren. Sure, I'll take it. I think I have that saved somewhere. I'll take it. Or maybe I don't. Uh, before we jump into the viewer takeover, and please keep it civil. Uh, sports update. Safe Conduct has won the 162nd running of the Queen's Plate. A photo finish determines Safe Conduct. The 3-1 to favorite held off a late charge from Riptide Rock down the stretch to pick up the win in the $600,000 main prize. In Canada's premier horse race, I didn't get my bet in at Dark Horse because I was supposed to be dropping the flag at the Motor Speedway here. The rain really screwed up a lot on Sunday. 
Yeah. The United States beat Finland 3-0 to remain perfect at the Women's World Hockey Championship. Hillary Knight scored in the third period to tie former U.S. star Cami Granato's record with 44 goals in Women's World Championship play. The five-time defending champion Americans are 2-0 in Group A. They've won it five years in a row? How's that? How are we not having a, a national summit? I know. Okay. The hockey community, uh, I feel dumb reading just recognizing one guy here, given all the hockey people that lost their life over the weekend, but Rod Gilbert passed away at the age of 80 over the weekend, known as Mr. Ranger. He spent his entire 18-year NHL career with the New York Rangers, and his number seven became the first number ever to be retired by that franchise back in 1979. He went into the Hockey Hall of Fame in 1982. Brutal weekend for hockey. Mm-hmm. Uh, Atlanta Falcons quarterback A.J. McCarron is done for the season. He sustained a knee injury in their preseason loss to the Dolphins. That means the Falcons are again in the market for a veteran quarterback. The 30-year-old McCarron was signed by the Falcons to fill the void left by the retirement of longtime backup Matt Schaub. And uh, that's about all I got. This sports update for the Tap Brewhouse and drive through Liquor Store. For Ballers Rec Room, Saskatchewan's newest entertainment destination. And for Red Bull Canada... Red Bull gives you wings. So uh, Moose is here with me on this Monday as we dig into what's going on in sports. You've been very active on your phone. What do you got going on over there? I'm just, you said the National Summit. We could have one right here if you really want to. Mm-hmm. Five in a row for the U.S., eight of nine, 10 of 12 for the U.S. Women's hockey. And now all time, um, Canada still in first with 10 gold, but... The U.S. right there with nine. And they've won them all recently. So they're trending to really take over Canada's women's hockey dominance, the U.S. So I'd say they are. If, for sure. And if they win now, they win this year, they'll tie Canada for 10 gold. So 10 titles. Mm-hmm. And uh, Canada's got some work to do. Uh, from John Ohm watching in Winnipeg. Um, the women's hockey in Calgary. Why can't there be any fans? I hope that's a rhetorical question because we, we have no idea. Like, I think that interview with Dave Naylor was very revealing. And Clark came out, producer Clark, and just said what a great interview it was. Because now you're sort of understanding what life is like in Canadian sports right now. He's like, I don't know the answers to this. The CFL announces, I guess, 11 o'clock at night on Sunday that they're going to postpone a game because of a COVID outbreak. And the questions immediately became, how many players tested positive? What's the vaccination rate percentage on the team? We don't know. The CFL, God love them. Are we going to get into this right now? They just want you to believe everything's fine and just play the games. And I guess, why would they take any other approach than that? Right. They want the games, yeah, like there's no need. As far as the fans knew, there's no problems. Right? And, yeah. and, and that's why I've said my phone has been going off quite a bit over the last week or so with the Calgary Stampeders sale thing and the financial picture of the CFL. And I'm just like, guys, God, I don't want to know. I just want to watch the game. I don't want to know this stuff. Well, the fit hit the shan Sunday. With this COVID outbreak, which, by the way, 
as David Apley pointed out, isn't just a CFL thing. Vancouver Canucks had it in the NHL. Who had it last year? The Ravens in the National Football League. Denver yeah. Broncos. That's right. So it's not just a CFL thing. But in the And you are way smarter than me, as we know, when John Ohm in Winnipeg says, how come we can't have fans at the hockey tournament in Calgary? Because it's still Canada, and the government, region by region by region, is basically like... If you want to play, these are the rules you have to follow. Am I right in that? Yeah. Seems to be that way. Well, and it's a little different than than Canadian Football League as well, um, where you're allowing fans at Calgary Stampeder games in the same community. You're bringing in teams from across the country. And the players coming into the country had to quarantine and all of that. Mm-hmm. And, be va- you know, you got some teams that are trying to get to that 85% vax rate. This is teams from all across the world coming in. Right. And we have different COVID stages in different parts of the world. Yep. And when this got approved, Windsport Arena, that was the Calgary hub in the bubble. If you remember that back from February when all the curling events were going on, this kind of got approved at, on the heels of that when they were canceling the tournament. And it was added as another event in the hub. And the hub was approved by the authorities, the health authorities, for no fans. So you can bring in all these people from all out of country in this one place, but we're not going to expose them to fans. That hasn't changed. So that's it. It just hasn't changed. Well, and the interesting thing here, uh, Jeff, the Stamps fan, writing from Calgary, says, I wonder what will happen with the Flames. Will they limit capacity at the Dome this fall? I mean, that's what we don't know because in this province and over in Alberta, there's no restrictions anywhere, Correct. Some of these restrictions are league-imposed. And that's the thing with the Canadian Football League. I'll say it again. Which, did I even tell you that a moose hit my car? Yes. What? How about that? Not joking. Okay. Do we got a minute? Or should I wait until... No, you go for it. We got... No. Let's take a commercial because I need a little more than 60 seconds on this one. Spicy. An actual moose hit my car on Sunday right in the middle of the city. We'll talk about that more when we can. And there's a witness. A reputable one, believe it or not. Not, not Moose DuPont. It was another Moose. Yeah, and I didn't hit the car, okay? And I had, <laughs> I had with me A.J. Jakubik, the voice of the Ottawa Red Blacks. He was in my passenger seat. Because I'm turning talking to him, and all of a sudden, thump from this side. His face went up. And then this moose, like it was on ice, starts, you know what I mean? Try and yeah. get, there goes my Golden Knights hat, galloping down Halifax Street. Oh, my gosh. There's cops everywhere. That happened. How about that? We'll talk about that tomorrow when we come back. It is uh, Monday. We're just getting rolling. It's Canada's daytime sports talk show. You're watching on uh, the Game Plus TV network. YouTube and Facebook live streaming and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at RodPeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. And that's your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Uh, hello. Welcome to Viewer Takeover. Where are you, Clark? Just go. No, just go. I guess apparently you're not needed. Is that what you're telling me? They don't need you? <laughs> okay. 
It's uh, viewer takeover, and that's always... I used to say it's my favorite part, and then I realized it's the part that's going to put me in an early grave. Where I go back and forth with the viewers, right? Okay. And yeah. so, for one, I was, before we went to break, talking about the moose that ran in the, into my car. It was an actual moose, not this guy's nickname. And I had A.J. Jakubik with me, the voice of the Ottawa Red Blacks, and I'm talking to A.J. as I'm driving, and I'll thump. This moose hits the door of my car. AJ's face goes like this. And then I look, and this moose starts galloping down Halifax Street. And I'm fumbling for my phone because I'm driving. And I'm like, wait a minute. There's cops everywhere trying to... <laughs> I would have said lasso this moose, but they weren't. They had their guns out. So I pulled over, and I jumped out of my car. And I'm trying to chase this thing down. And there was this lady, conservation officer... <clears throat> What do you, they're like wildlife cops, yes. right? And she's got a big gun, Yay. which I'd like to think was a dart gun. And I don't know that, though. And so I'm running around with my phone out trying. You've seen it. Yes. How I roll. And she's like, you, 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 get out of it. You can't be here. I'm like, it's a moose. And for that matter, it's a baby moose. It's like five feet high. Might be a female moose. I don't know. But it didn't have a big rack. But um, boom Anyways, and then this thing goes down the back alley and takes off, and uh, I never did get it filmed, but I did have a, f a video. I showed you the video. Yeah, AJ's face. <laughs> we right. Because <laughs> AJ's here from the nation's capital. I'm like, how about this, AJ? Just another Saturday in, in the Reggie. And he dropped an F-bomb. He's like, I can't believe it. So Jim Mullen from Football Canada is writing and says, hey, Rod, was the witness to your accident a squirrel? It's always a moose and a squirrel. What does that mean? It was AJ. That we're was, all squirrels. That is the Rocky and Bullwinkle reference. Ah, okay. right. I'm pretty sure. Then that, and he had a little cartoon there. I don't know if you, the viewers on television see it and we post it, but it's. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's from Rocky and Bullwinkle. Monty is watching in Saskatoon and says, uh, "How's Big Bird? It wasn't my Jeep. It was my SUV. Thank God. If it was a Jeep, we might not be having. I'm not be might not be sitting here today." The thing doesn't have any doors on it. I'll handle it, Clark. <laughs> so, Greg Milioka says, wrong shirt, Roddy. No, no, I'm wearing this uh, for our sponsor, Broncos Plumbing and Heating. And um, Cooper Campbell's watching in Mississippi, football guy from Mississippi. He says, your riders are looking real good so far. Hope Frenzy's doing well. We'll carry this over into hour two, okay? And we'll talk about this. Um... They're not my riders, although I'm pulling for them, obviously, but they're not my team. As I said to Darren, this is what I do not miss. Here's my Saturday game day. Phone going off. Hey, Rod, can you get a name on the scoreboard for a 40th birthday? No, never could. Definitely can't now. Can you get this note to Cody Fajardo? Somebody else. Can you get this note to Cody Fajardo, this fun? Nope, can't. Not my deal. Another one. Can you get this fundraiser for our event coming up? Can you get a donation? Nope. Can't. Not my deal. But we will talk about the game and games and more moose talk coming back in hour two right after this break on Game Plus TV. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.